This is Ricardo Torres Radio, Episode 7, Overkill. Sollte der Druck in der Kabine sinken, fallen automatisch Sauerstoffmasken aus der Kabinendecke. Ziehen Sie eine der Masken ganz zur Sicherheit runter, um den Sauerstofffluss zu starten. Drücken Sie dann auf Mund und Nase und streifen Sie das elastische Band über Ihren Kopf. Danach helfen Sie Kindern und Personen, die Hilfe benötigen. In the unlikely event of a loss in cabin pressure, oxygen masks will automatically drop from the panel above you. Pull the mask down fully to start the flow of oxygen. Cover your mouth and nose with a mask and secure it by pulling the elastic strap over your head. Then help any children and people who require assistance. What you just heard was the cabin crew on my flight to Germany announcing the safety procedures that usually take place before your departure that's a standard for those who have flown before you know it's the thing that you never listen to that you should be listening to and you pray that you never have to use but well it's there in this case was of course first in german and then in english out of the blue I received an official letter from the government detailing the number of days I have worked so far, the number of employees, the number of pays, and, well, all the details. It has been over 11 years of professional work. I think it's not bad for a youngster like myself. I'm telling you this because over these years, I have had my fill of meetings. Good meetings, bad meetings, boring meetings, long meetings, all kind of meetings. This week, I flew to Frankfurt for my top two meeting in overkill category. The client wanted me to fly all the way to Frankfurt in Germany for a two-hour meeting. Usually, an on-site meeting makes sense if everybody goes on-site and, well, you'll be the only one that uses a phone to connect. I mean, it isn't the same being physically there or connecting remotely. Except when you use webcams, that's a game changer. We usually use video calls on our day-to-day meetings and it works pretty well. I mean, we have big TVs at the office and when everybody's connected via cams, it really feels like we are in the same room. The magic of technology. So for this meeting, I spent more time on the air than in the actual meeting. Flying to Frankfurt from Barcelona takes about two hours one way plus transport from and to the airport. Luckily, the meeting was just outside the airport in Frankfurt. We spent money, lots of fuel, time, just, you know, to be there. I woke up at uh, 4.45 in the morning. Ugh, that was painful. And in and out the same day, I came back at 4 p.m., and arrived at Barcelona 6 p.m., got home one hour later because it was super rainy and the taxi took like forever. Sadly, the meeting could have taken place online. There was no need for me to go there in person. I guess that sometimes it's it's good, you know, to have a face-to-face encounter with a client and build up that relationship. But work-wise, productivity-wise, it was not necessary. And this is why this was my top two overkill meeting. But let me tell you about the number one. 
my top one most overkill meeting of my career so far was when they asked me if I could fly to New York City from Barcelona for a meeting, of course. I do not know many people that would say no to an all-expense-paid trip to the USA. It was back in 2016, and I even asked for a couple of days off so I could just, you know, spend more time in the Big Apple. The meeting took place on a Friday. It was um, a one-day meeting, which ended up being a one-hour meeting, if you can believe that. So when I finished the meeting, I had the full weekend, plus I think it was until Tuesday to, you know, enjoy the city. They had me staying in this fancy hotel in midtown Manhattan, you know, like the center of the city. But, but why? Because I don't understand. The meeting took place outside of Manhattan. It was like maybe an hour away by car. But again, who can say no to that? Well, so when I we went to the meeting and after an hour, um, they were not prepared for having me there. Let me explain. So I went there and my area of expertise was not needed. They could not ask me any questions. I could not consult them on anything because the material they had prepared was for another area, for another area of the, of the site we were working on. And so when we told the client, hey, yes, so Ricard came all the way from Barcelona just for the meeting. He was speechless. He was amazed. He, of course, praised our commitment to, to the relationship to fly me all over just for a one-hour meeting in which I could not help on any topic. They felt sorry. I didn't. It was awesome. I had the chance to re-explore New York City with my camera, eat New York pizza thin style, have an overpriced American beer, which of course you have to, you know, tip even if you grab the beer from the bar, enjoy pancakes with bacon twice and eat at Shake Shack. Oh my God, it's so good. I have to be careful not to drool over the microphone. Um, so yeah, please, let's, let's have another meeting in the Big Apple. Maybe it is because I'm a younger generation, but I have seen this multiple times where clients actually want you to be there. They want to see your face, even though we can do, you know, Skype calls or, or whatever. And they do want from time to time have meetings in person just to know that you're there, even though you're delivering what they need and you're working okay with partners and stuff. So, so yeah, maybe it's, it's generational. And now let me ask you, have you ever had to travel for work? And if you had to, do you think that meeting could have been easily done via phone or other technologies? I'm sure you have some examples of that. Pick of the week, The Irishman from Martin Scorsese. This new movie just released on Netflix, as well as theaters and cinemas. Um, I heard that they released it as well there, not only in Netflix, because they want the movie to be eligible on festivals and awards, which is interesting. Anyways, um, there are mixed feelings about this movie uh, as well as I have. I think that um, the diehard fans of Robert De Niro and Scorsese definitely, you know, they, they, they just love it and because, you know, it's, it's them. But um, I didn't feel it was that great. I felt it was super long, three and a half hours, 
it took me three days to finish it because how are you gonna see a movie three hour long on a weekday at night after work after dinner no way Jose so yeah um, if you've seen it uh, let me know what you think I don't think it's that good to be honest I, I feel like it could be shorter but if you haven't go on Netflix you can you can watch it and after a couple of days you you let me know that's all for today thank you for listening go to ricard.blog slash podcast to find the show notes leave a comment and find all the ways you can subscribe to my podcast thank you again have a good one